At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Secluded Thoughts. I am your host, Sensi, and on this podcast, we talk about different things you can do to level up and become the best version of yourself. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to set and accomplish your goals. This is based on all of the methods that I've learned over time. And some of them are from different people and different videos that I've seen on YouTube. And I've implemented these different methods since the beginning of 2021. And I've been very consistent and productive in getting a lot of my goals accomplished. So I figured I would share what I've learned so far. And if I mention any video or book that I've read, I will leave all of the links in the podcast description. Before I get into the five main techniques I've been using to stay on top of my goals, I just want to thank everybody who's been listening to the podcast and tuning in every week. I really appreciate it. If you haven't already, make sure you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave me a rating, you know, preferably five stars. But um, yeah, if if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating. And as always, if you know anybody who would like to listen or who would resonate with any of the episodes, please share. Share it on Instagram, share with your friends, and tag me at secluded.thoughts. Now let's get into the episode. So this is basically a five-step process that I use to stay on top of my goals. And I'm going to tell it to you in order of importance, or not necessarily importance, but I think the best way to do it is to do it in the way that I'm going to recommend so that it makes sense. The very first thing is having an identity shift. And if you have already read the book Atomic Habits, then you probably know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, let me explain. In order to accomplish certain goals or make certain lifestyle changes, you need to have an identity shift where you identify yourself as somebody who would normally do the thing that you're trying to do or accomplish the thing that you're trying to accomplish. For example, if you want to start waking up early to do a bunch of different things, right? That was one of my goals. It's not necessarily a tangible thing. It's more like a lifestyle change. But if you want to start waking up early, you need to start seeing yourself or start identifying as somebody who is a morning person. Your words need to match the identity you want to create. So for example, if you want to start waking up early, you can't go around saying, oh, I'm not a morning person or, oh, I have to wake up early in the morning, but I'm probably going to be so tired because I hate mornings and blah, blah, blah. Like subconsciously, you're telling yourself that you don't like mornings. You're not a morning person. So you will always be tired in the morning. 
And you always dread waking up early because you feel like it goes so strongly against the type of person you are and you're being inconvenienced for trying to wake up early. So it's going to be a very hard habit to implement or it's going to be something very hard to achieve because you keep telling yourself that you're not the type of person that does this. So what you should do instead is start saying things like, I'm a morning person. Start like doing things that a morning person would do. For example, if you wanted to start waking up at 6 a.m., you can't be going to bed at 3 in the morning. A morning person would typically have an early night. Like they would typically go to bed early so that they can get the recommended 7 or 8 hours, even though they're waking up at like 5 in the morning or whatever time they wake up. So if you're trying to be a morning person, if that's one of the goals you want to achieve, one of the lifestyle changes you want to implement, you need to start saying it so that you can start acting like the type of person who would do that sort of thing. So start going to bed earlier. Start like maybe not eating heavy meals close to when you're going to bed because I don't know about you, but like that tends to keep some people up or it makes you very restless, it gives you energy, or it just doesn't help you sleep well. So if you want to be a morning person, you need to start doing things that a morning person would do so they can go to bed early and then wake up early. So before you try to do anything else, really try to work on the identity that you have so that it aligns with whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. The second part of the process is creating a vision board. Now, most people know what a vision board is, so I won't take too much time explaining it. But you basically take a bunch of pictures of things that you want to manifest, things that you want to have, things that you want to create, or just things that you want to have in your life. And you stick them on a poster board and you hang it up somewhere that you can see to remind you to visualize yourself having these things. And to constantly work on it throughout the year in order to eventually achieve them. Now, I've made some mistakes on my vision board in 2020. So I'm just going to go over a few of the things that I learned, which I don't know, it probably won't be news to you, but it was news to me. So I'll just go over a few things that I feel like you should do or you should have checked for your vision board. The first is have customized images or edit your images. For example, if you want to manifest a new car, right? Either Photoshop yourself in the car or owning the car. Like you could find a picture of somebody posing in front of the car that you want and then put your face on it so it seems more realistic. It obviously won't be you, but... Just looking at it and seeing like a picture of you, it kind of helps with the whole visualization process. Or you can make it more realistic and do like a trial run where you could go to the dealership and sit in the car and have somebody take a picture of you and then put that on your vision board until you can afford it. And you can do that with like different things that you want to buy or if you want to start a YouTube channel for example there are many pictures online of like YouTube plaques 
take one and like put your channel name on it so it seems realistic and then put that on your vision board. Like make sure your images are customized to you personally and not just like general images you find off the web. You may not be able to customize everything, but I would highly recommend customizing it as much as you possibly can. Another thing with your vision board, make sure you stick to goals for the current year. I made the mistake last year of taking up a lot of space on my vision board for things that I wanted to manifest in like the next five or 10 years. And it just didn't seem realistic because in the back of my mind, I just knew I wasn't going to get that in the current year. And it was just taking up space on my vision board that I could have used to put energy towards something else that I could have manifested in the current year or to just focus my efforts on a few things that were attainable in that year versus trying to split my energy on a bunch of different things that were long-term goals. So make sure you are very intentional with what you put on your vision board. Don't just put a lot of things on there to make it look pretty and visually appealing. Be very intentional and put things on there that you really want to manifest in the current year and don't try to fill up the white space with a bunch of other things that aren't necessarily big goals that you need to put on your vision board. And another thing is don't put too many quotes or words on your vision board. What most people do, including myself, is they put like one word that represents a theme for the year or a quote that basically serves the same purpose, but you don't want to put a lot of words on your vision board because it's not necessarily something to visualize. Like if you're looking at your vision board in your living room and you see like a long quote, you're not going to actually take the time to read it or visualize anything like it just it's like for motivational purposes only but it's not very practical if you want to put a quote somewhere you can probably just put a quote in a frame and put it on your wall like I did I have a bunch of framed quotes in my apartment for motivational purposes but I don't put them on my vision board because it's not something to visualize it's just motivation that could be useful to you but it's not necessarily something you should put on your vision board because your mind is not going to process all of these words when you look at your vision board like you're not actually going to take the time to read it you might know what it's saying because you printed it out and you put it on there but realistically speaking it's not necessarily useful it's not going to work for vision boards so I would stay clear of putting too many quotes or long quotes or too many words on your vision board focus on actual images that help you visualize what you want and then the way this will actually work is if you actually set time aside and you start taking time out to visualize how you would feel if you already had these things like picture yourself already having these things and then focus on the emotion that comes from having it and this works because your brain cannot tell whether or not what you're thinking of and what you're feeling is real or if it's your imagination. So it's going to help with manifesting that thing because you're putting the energy out there that you already have it. So the universe is naturally going to respond and bring that thing to you.
So, so far we've covered the identity shift and creating a vision board in order to accomplish your goals. And these two methods were mainly focused on identifying what it is you wanted and then thinking, feeling, and acting in alignment with those things that you want. The next three techniques are going to be how to actually hold yourself accountable and more practical steps that you can take to start working towards these goals. So the third technique I've been doing and would highly recommend is not my own. I learned it in a YouTube video, which I will leave in the podcast description from Erin May Henry on YouTube. And that is a visionary routine. So what that is, is basically... You set up a meeting with yourself where you track your progress against the things that you identified on your vision board and all of the other goals that you want to accomplish, anything else you want to accomplish for the year. Basically, you set up a recurring meeting with yourself on whatever time and dates work for you and you track your progress against the goals that you identified in your vision board and any other goals or lifestyle changes that you want to have. So here is specifically what I do. So every Monday at 8 p.m., I have a visionary meeting with myself. I have goals that I created for each month. I usually create them at the end of the month for the next month. I don't have them planned out for the entire year yet because I like to be flexible. So I created goals for the month and I keep all of them as sticky notes in Google Keep. If you don't know about Google Keep, what are you doing? Honestly, like I love Google Keep. It's like online sticky notes that you can take anywhere with you because the sticky notes on your laptops... It's only on your laptop, but with Google Keep, it's like having sticky notes that you can add little check boxes to and you can basically download the app on your phone and you can use it on any device. So I use Google Keep for my monthly goals and I also have quarterly goals in sticky notes and every Monday at 8 p.m. I look at those goals and I see what can I schedule on my to-do list this week so that I can accomplish it. And these goals are usually smaller goals that help me get to the big goals on my vision board or any other goals that I've set that are not necessarily on my vision board. So for example, if I want to travel this summer, which I do, I will have take a trip to, let's say Miami, for example. I don't really plan on going to Miami, but let's just use Miami, for example. So as part of my quarterly goals, I might have take a trip to Miami. So in May, in either April, May or June, depending on where I want to go, I can put in the May sticky note, take trip to either take trip or plan trip to Miami. So then what I will do on the Mondays is I will look at my weekly to-do list that I bought from Target. It's just like a blank template that you can plan out your week in. And I would put somewhere on there, look at hotels for Miami or look at events in Miami, things to do in Miami. Basically, whatever I have 
on my vision board, like let's say I wanted to go to Miami and I put a picture of Miami on my vision board, I would break it down into quarterly goals and then I would look at Google Keep every Monday at 8 p.m. during my visionary routine and I would make sure that there is something in there to accomplish or eventually lead me to accomplish the goals on my vision board. And I will also go into depth about that system in the last two techniques. But basically the visionary routine is used to hold myself accountable for accomplishing the things that I put on my vision board and any other goals that I want to achieve. I basically look at whatever I have them written down in, whether it's a notebook, whether it's Google Keep, whether it's in the notes on my phone or my idea book. And I basically say, okay, I want to do this. Am I planning to do this? Is there anything in my to-do list that shows that I'm on track to accomplish this? Like, And how am I tracking so far based on the last few months or the last quarter? Am I slacking? Am I Have I been accomplishing my goals? Have I been consistent with creating podcast episodes, for example? So every Sunday, I release a new episode. So Depending on what my week looks like, I will either record multiple episodes in advance or one episode a week and then schedule it out. But I need to have something in my weekly to-do list that will help me keep that momentum going and remain consistent. The whole point is just so that you actually accomplish things and you create momentum instead of just saying, oh, well, I want to accomplish this goal this year and you just wait for it to happen and you do nothing. No, the point is to actually hold yourself accountable and make sure that you are doing things that will actually get you to where you want to be. Technique number four I learned from Erin On Demand on YouTube and it's called the top three method. Basically, it's a method where you only schedule about three things Per day. And the reason for that is to help you prioritize your tasks. Because what I used to do before I learned about this was basically take a piece of paper and write down every single thing that I had to do for the day or for the week or in general. And I would just look at it every day and try to cross things off. But what I would do was I would always do the easiest things first and I would feel like I didn't get anything done at the end of the day. Like either I wouldn't get anything done at all because I would look at the list and I would just feel overwhelmed or I would do the smallest things first that weren't really a priority and then I would just feel unaccomplished at the end of the day. So what Erin does is she utilizes the Pareto principle. I think I think that's the name of it. I think that's how you say it. But it's basically the 80-20 rule where it says that 80% of the progress you will make is basically accomplished by 20% of the work that you actually do. Like that's more or less what it means. So the top three method is basically forcing you to prioritize three things that would move the needle because it's highly likely that if you prioritize the three most important things and you just do that, you would feel a lot more accomplished than if you crossed out 
one, two, or even four of the minor tasks that you had to get done. Because when you do those small things, you really don't feel like you got a lot done, whether you did anything or not. So the top three method is just saying, pick three things that would really move the needle and make you feel accomplished at the end of the day. Three things that would make you feel like you got something done that would really move the needle in helping you accomplish whatever goals you're working towards and just do that for the day. Just those three things. And she actually has a notebook called a top three notebook that you can get to use that. Um, I don't have it because I bought a planner or I bought the Target like weekly planner thing that I just mentioned right before she launched and I'm still using it so I don't have it but if you want you can get that I will leave the link in my description in case you're interested but yeah so the top three method you just pick three tasks per day that would move the needle and you focus on doing that write a list of all the things you have to do and then pick the top three you can also do this per week as well I actually do it by week and by day so I'll pick the top three things I need to do this week and depending on how big it is I might break it up into different days and then some of those things on those days will be part of that top three for the week so let me give you an example so this actually makes sense so if I wanted to book a trip to Miami this week, then one of my top three goals for the week would be book trip to Miami, right? And then I would break it down into different daily tasks as part of my top three for different days where one day I might have one of my top three is look at hotels and book a hotel reservation. Another day might be look at a flight or look at flight and hotels in one day and then another day might be look at events or places to visit etc so the big goal for the week as part of my weekly top three would be to book a trip to miami and then i would break it down into different daily tasks as part of my daily top three where i would do research like looking at places to visit activities to do and then booking a flight etc so that way it's not overwhelming and then i would make progress each day and then by the end of the week i would have all of my research done and i would have a flight booked and then i can cross off book flight to miami because i would get it done that week and now i can go to google keep where i had book trip for Miami in my May sticky notes and I can cross that off because I already checked that off of the list and I was able to do that in a week. When you do it that way it seems way more attainable and way more manageable especially when you're holding yourself accountable versus you just saying oh I want to go to Miami and then you're just leaving it up to chance and trying to like just figure everything out randomly with like no system or nothing to keep you accountable no deadline nothing like it's a lot more easier that way and you get things done a lot faster last and certainly not least is another trick i learned from atomic habits and that is basically scheduling tasks and 
creating these systems and routines so that you can actually create momentum and do things with ease and with flow versus trying to just do something out of the blue. Like it helps you, the book helps you understand the actual philosophy and the background of why things work instead of just telling you to do things like it really teaches you why these things will work and I know from experience implementing these things that they actually do work so for example if you want to start working out or incorporating movement into your routines you just saying I'm going to work out every week is not actually going to make anything happen. Like I promise you months will go by and you will get nothing done. Nothing at all. I'm speaking from experience. What the book says to do is very simple, but it actually works. Instead of just throwing things out there and saying, oh, I'm going to start working out, blah, blah, blah. No, what you actually need to do is schedule a time and place every week or however frequent you want to develop a new habit and then hold yourself accountable to that. But the author James Clare actually states that something as simple as just giving yourself an actual time and date and place that you will do something increases the chances that you will actually do it versus you just saying, I'm going to start working out. So what I did was I basically said, okay, I'm going to work out on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 6.30 p.m. in my living room. And for five months, for five months, I was able to keep that schedule going. Me. If you know me, you probably think I'm lying, but I'm so serious. Just actually blocking off time in my calendar and like, planning it as a task to work out helped me stay consistent for five months. Now I will say because my schedule has changed a little bit because a lot of my friends birthdays are coming up this summer and you know it's also hot girl summer. um, I was struggling for the past like week and a half or so to keep that schedule so I'm actually in the process of redoing it and I'm actually going to go to the park instead but I'm going to schedule time on my weekly planner to go to the park and like walk and do cardio or whatever just to get some sun but the point is something as hard as working out because that's a that's a tough habit for a lot of people to try to implement something as hard as working out can actually be done if you just schedule a time and place versus just throwing it out there and saying, okay, I'm going to start working out. Like if you say you want to do something and you have to create different habits that will help you accomplish your goals or whatever is on your vision board, just blocking out a time and place or like scheduling it on your calendar and giving yourself deadlines increases your likelihood of doing it versus just throwing it out there so that's another technique that I have learned that I would highly 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 recommend so these are all of the techniques that I currently use to stay on top of my goals and I would highly recommend them if you want to get your life together
Just to recap, the first thing you need to do is have an identity shift. Start thinking, feeling, and acting in alignment with the type of person who would accomplish the different things that you want to accomplish. The second thing is create a vision board and put customized images on there wherever you can with your face so that it feels more realistic. And then take time to actually visualize yourself having these things and focus on the emotion that you will feel in order to manifest these things. The third is a visionary routine. Create a weekly, monthly, bi-weekly, however often as you need. Create a routine to hold you accountable for all of the goals that you set. Create a system that works for you and then figure out how you can keep yourself accountable for achieving all of the things that you put on your vision board and all of the things you set out to accomplish in the year. The fourth technique is using Erin's top three method where you prioritize three tasks each day, week, or month that would really move the needle and bring you closer to accomplishing your main goals versus doing a bunch of tedious tasks that won't make you feel accomplished at the end of the day. And then lastly, schedule tasks and create routines and systems by being very specific with what time, place, date, and how often you will do these things So it increases the likelihood of you actually developing different routines and habits and different systems that you need to do in order to accomplish your goals. Create a schedule and start giving yourself deadlines for different things and then hold yourself accountable. You can also get an accountability partner, whether it's your friend or somebody who's trying to start a new habit to also hold you accountable. So that's the main techniques that I have that I would recommend. If I learn any more, obviously I'll be sure to update you. If you liked this week's episode, make sure you leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and make sure you're subscribed to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen so that you get notified every time I release a new episode. And be sure to share this with anybody you think needs to get on top of their goal-setting game and anybody you think would like this podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. I appreciate you listening. Thank you for tuning in, and I will see you next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.